I'm back. There's Ryan Dempsey here, and uh, you're listening to Ryan Dempsey's podcast. Um, I've got a new name for this podcast Spiral into Control. Um, yeah, the new name. <laughs> um, I like the new name. Um, I suffer from some t- something called Meniere's disease, and um, it makes me dizzy gives me vertigo from time to time and that's the spiral but I refuse to let that uh, dictate my life my way of living um, my, the decisions that I make I want to live my life to the fullest and that's what I encourage in this podcast so instead of spiraling out of control we're going to spiral into control now this podcast I started this podcast uh, in January of 2018 it was part of my uh, New Year's resolution to um podcast regularly uh weekly in fact and uh start vlogging uh monthly now i utterly and completely failed (laughs) in that uh that resolution um my last uh podcast was i believe in march and uh i sit here recording this this episode or segment in uh what is it What's the date today? Well, it, well, it's, it's October. Let's just say it's October. And uh, so, but whatever. Uh, uh, better late than never. Um, I had reasons, uh, which I won't get into at this time. But uh, um, I'm motivated now. And more importantly, I have the time. I have the time to uh, dedicate to podcasting. Um... I, uh, I did not have a plan at the <laughs> when I hit record. It's early in the morning. Um, well, not that early, but uh, I just finished uh, my morning meditation. And I decided, why don't I just hit record and, and speak? So uh, if I'm jumbled and I'm uh, saying I'm a lot and uh, at a loss for words, is because I am completely and utterly unprepared. I just thought, uh, I haven't recorded a podcast in so long. I'm just going to hit record and just it just just to put something out there to say I did it. So uh, I'm going to record these in segments because uh, I'm using the, the Anchor app, uh, which I started this podcast with. I kind of fight, fought against Anchor um, or the app, and I wasn't sure whether I wanted to use it because, uh, I don't know, I prefer just to have uh, a long-form just a just a standard uh, audio recorder that I uh, was gonna just hit record and then just speak for as long as I could, and then upload to uh, podcast host. Um, but uh, Anchor is a little bit more than that. Um, I'm still learning the app, um, but uh, I've decided to embrace Anchor and uh, to use it to its fullest uh, to learn the ins and outs of it before I I make a decision to to either stay with it or or abandon it but uh, I'm giving it a, a, a an honest go uh, I'm gonna learn as much as I can about it I'm gonna use it to the fullest and uh, we'll see what happens if I keep using it um, but uh, that's it for this segment I'm going to um, stitch these all together I believe that's how anchor works you uh, you uh, record a segment and then uh, you can choose if you choose to uh, choose different segments and put them together and edit it into one episode and that's what becomes your podcast episode that you can upload to itunes etc so uh 
that's a short little segment and um, I'm going to uh, to just uh, leave it there this is a test I know uh, this is pretty pretty rough and not much substance to this segment I realize that the rest of this podcast is not going to be like this at all this is just a test I'm just learning um, and putting stuff out there thank you back for another segment i'm walking in the park now um it's uh it's a beautiful day uh, i love this time of year autumn as the uh, leaves start to change colors um the temperature is just right not too hot not too cold um at least in uh, my area of the world sky is blue the birds are chirping and i'm in the park and i'm walking around so if i start huffing and puffing <laughs> because uh, I'm a bit tired uh, that's what it is I'm going for a walk right now and at the moment this podcast is is not going to be very professional um, the sound isn't going to be perfect I'm just talking into the voice memos app on my iPhone uh, uh, the previous segment I was using the uh, anchor app itself um, but uh, I'm going to use a combination of both uh, I st- tried to stop using the Anchor app a little while ago after my uh, last two segments, which or episodes, which was uh, recorded in uh, in uh, March. And as I speak this, there's an airplane, a jet airplane flying overhead. I don't know if you can hear that or not. Um, but uh, I thought with the Anchor app, you couldn't uh, you couldn't record long form uh, recordings. With the app, you're uh, limited to five minutes, unless things have changed since uh, since March. But uh, at that time, and maybe still, it was five minutes at a time. So I thought, oh, this isn't going to be good for me. This is frustrating, having to uh, record a segment five minutes at a time, then stop, and then you lose your train of thought. So uh, the last two segments or episodes, I just used the Voice Memos app, and that was back in March. Um, and then I was playing with the Anchor app, and I realized that you can upload um, audio from, you know, just audio files, and they can be as long as you want. Uh, so I thought, wow, this is great. So I can use a combination of both. I can use the Anchor app for those uh, shorter segments, and uh, for longer segments, I can use any recording app I want. And the only one I'm using at the moment is uh, is just this Voice Memos app that came with uh, with my iPhone. So not very professional. I don't have a professional mic either. Just speaking right into the phone. But uh, the last two last two uh, episodes was just recorded just the same way. And it was just fine enough for me for now. I'm happy with that. I'm not going to go down the road of, of uh, procrastination. Waiting for the perfect equipment. Uh, waiting for the perfect time and the perfect situation. Uh, I just really want to get into the habit now of recording off the cuff on the fly, anytime, with whatever I want. I'm also a musician, too. Um, and that's another thing that I, I always got bogged down in, in gear. You know, trying to find the, the right right tone and the, and the right sounds, the right patches and all that. And it gets in the way of creativity, um, if you allow it. So, yeah, I'm just going to do it like this. Just going to, you know, whenever I feel the, the urge or the inspiration... I'm going to take out my phone and start recording, at least at first. Maybe a little bit down the line, I'll get proper equipment. Um, 
especially for interviews and stuff. I want to get into interviewing people. Um, and uh, perhaps then I need uh, a proper mic, mic setup. Or perhaps not. Um, but uh, this is where I'm at now. So yeah, I mentioned in my last segment that I have time now. I have time to dedicate th- to this. Uh, I want to explain a little bit about that. Um, once again, I am on short-term disability leave for my job. Um, it's not something I want. Not something I wished for or hoped for at all. It's just something that happened. In previous episodes, I explained that I'm a truck driver. And, uh, yeah, the last uh, two episodes were recorded as I was driving truck in the mountains, stuck in the snow. So, last winter. Um, I just recently turned 40 years old. It's uh, a birthday I wasn't looking forward to. I don't know why, but it's probably the (laughs) midlife kind of thing. Uh, I was dreading the 4-0. I don't know why. I don't know. You know, it was just this feeling of of dread (laughs) coming over me that, oh, I'm getting older. And uh, sorry to anybody listening to this that are much older than 40. Um, But I just felt that way. Uh, You know, but I dealt with it. You know, (laughs) I got through that, that, you know... uh, that time, you know, but I still feel the urgency that, uh, you know, the life is getting, perhaps I'm in the, uh, the second half of my life and there's more years behind me than before me. Um, and I don't want to be all negative here, uh, but it is a facts, you know, it's good to, to realize that life really is short. And I guess that's what it was, you know, more than I have ever felt it in my life, I realize how short life is. Uh, when you're younger, you think you're going to live forever. You think you're invincible. But uh, now I realize that uh, time is speeding up. And we don't know exactly how much time we have left. None of us do. So we have to live life to the fullest. And that's a positive message. And that's what a positive message I want to bring out of this, that... We don't know how much time is left, so we better live it to the fullest. Do what we want to do. Uh, achieve those goals. Um, um, d- do what you want to do. Um, but yeah, now I got, I got time to do this, so so I'm doing it. <laughs> hey, why do I have time to do this? Uh, why am I teasing you this way? Well, yeah, I'm, I'm on short-term disability again because when I turn 40... Um, where I'm from here, truck drivers are required to do um, do a, a full medical and uh, submit the medical to the authorities that be. And uh, because I had Meniere's disease and I get periodic uh, episodes of vertigo, I was disqualified from holding a professional driver's license. So this short-term disability might turn into a more of a long-term disability as I figure out what I'm going to do for income. Uh, I'm determined not to let it be a permanent disability because I don't feel disabled at all. Um, For those, anybody who's listening that uh, might be, you know, suffering from the same ailment as me, uh, the Meniere's disease, and I'm I'm hoping um, there'll be more of you listening. I'm going to uh, go online and uh, share this podcast with... um, whatever various forums or blogs out there that are dedicated to Meniere's disease just so we can talk and we can have a dialogue um, and really at an initial outset going to uh, be sharing this 
with the, I guess, the community of people who suffer from Meniere's disease and the various vestibular or balance-related um, illnesses. Now, this podcast isn't going to be only about that because there's more to my life than just that. But at least initially, uh, I'm going to be speaking quite a bit about this. So if you know anybody who uh, who suffers from the same ailment or related ailment, um, please share this, this podcast. But that's the way that I am right now, the way it is for me. I can't drive truck at the moment. Um, so I'm on short-term disability. And I'm going to figure out what's next for me. I have a doctor's appointment in a couple months. And is more of a specialist. And he's going to determine whether... Um, or he's going to help determine uh, whether I can drive or not. He won't have the ultimate say, of course. It's going to be uh, the government bodies or I don't know exactly who um, I have to appeal to. But uh, acceptance. If it is what it is, I have to accept that fact. Uh, in a previous episode, I mentioned how I've been looking into various Buddhist philosophies and teachings, and one of them is uh, that uh, rang true to me is, is acceptance. Um, not resignation, but acceptance. Acceptance of reality. And if the reality is I cannot drive trucks, I'm okay with that. Um, fortunately, there's so many different ways to fill my time and so many different ways to make money. So uh, I'm going to look at the positives, and, and in my life, there's a lot of positives. Uh, there's uh, a lot of things to learn and a lot of experiences to be had. Um, I felt that I've I've done my fair share of truck chucking. I wasn't ready to to leave it, but uh, if I have to leave it, looking back, I've had my fair share. I've done really cool things. Um, a highlight of which was uh, driving the ice roads up north, northern Canada, and uh, servicing the, the 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 diamond mines up there, bringing them diesel fuel, explosives. Um, and uh, various supplies that they need up there um, and the only way to get it is during the winter time when the ice is frozen uh, so I did that three years in a row and uh, that's kind of the highlight of my trucking career and I loved it up there uh, just just the wildlife and, and the environment and the scenery uh, the northern lights something that uh, is on almost everyone's bucket list and I got to see it almost on a nightly basis so that was just beautiful it was a good time um, and if that's, uh, that's it for me, I'm happy with that. I'll move on to other things. And I mean, this isn't the first career I've had to stop because of this, this illness. Um, I was studying to be a pilot, a uh, commercial pilot, and uh, the symptoms started. And so that was the first career. Uh, the second one was a crane operator. I was a truck driver, and I thought, okay, what can I do to make more money than the average truck driver? And... I uh, went into crane operating, and uh, that was good until, you know, the three times on job sites where they had to take me away in a, on an ambulance because uh, they didn't know what was wrong with me. Uh, so I had to stop doing that. And then for five years, I was just recovering, and I waited until I was in some sort of a remission where the frequency of the vertigo um, was not uh, was yeah, at a manageable level. Then I began driving truck. Um, and I still feel that right now it's at a manageable place. I don't feel that I'm an unsafe driver. But everybody has their opinions on that. And, um, yeah, it's not only up to me. Because i got to share the road with everybody else. 
so yeah, this is the third third career I've had to stop. Um, now I, I didn't lose my my uh, pilot's license. I uh, I voluntarily stepped down. I told myself if if I could go a year, just a year without uh, without any uh, vertigo, then I would see if I can get back into it. But uh, so far, I've never gone a year <laughs> without having a, an episode of vertigo. Um, now I can fly dual. I fly, uh, not even lately because it's expensive, but I could um, hire a, an instructor and fly with them, and that might, you know, satisfy the itch. Uh, so I still have that. Um, but at the moment, you know, I'm here and I'm, I'm I'm figuring out what I can what I can do. In the time, the five years when I wasn't driving, I ran my own web development company, and I became a web developer, and I hired other web developers and and web designers, and we made websites, and it was a good time. So perhaps I'll just go back to that. So, as I said, uh, I'd like to uh, to invite uh, anyone who suffers from Meniere's disease or any vestibular disorders, ba- balance related um, issues, uh, to have a listen to them in my podcast. I'm going to uh, visit any. Uh, any uh, communities forums online the only one i'm semi-active in is on reddit uh reddit slash r slash uh meniere's or meniere's disease i can't remember which it is but um i'll be putting up a post there inviting anybody to to have a listen and um you know this whole podcast is going to only be about meniere's disease like i said uh, there's more to my life than that um but uh, there is a lot of overlap so there's no reason to relate um to restrict it just to Meniere's issues because there is no cure for Meniere's disease. Um you're usually encouraged to live a holistically um healthy lifestyle in general, to look at your diet, uh to look at your your uh, stress levels and see what you can do to 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 live a healthy lifestyle on the whole and uh reduce stress in your life. And that's not something that's just only for Meniere's. That applies to every every aspect of your life. So um, I suppose this this podcast would be more about personal development on the whole, uh, not letting obstacles in your in your way. Now, my main obstacle is this Meniere's disease, but in your life, it could be something else. Uh, it could be a different an illness, or um, you could be. Uh, have uh, disadvantages fi- financially, um, geographically, whatever it is. Uh, these principles of living a good life and improving oneself and uh, improving uh, the lives of everyone that surrounds you is, uh, is applicable, applicable across the board. So uh, I, I'm very passionate about that, personal development. And uh, so I'll be speaking a lot about that. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I invite anybody to to have a listen. Um, at the moment, I know uh, n- <laughs> there isn't very many listeners. I was actually surprised. I was looking in the the uh, the Anchor app, and I was surprised by the amount of people who actually listened to my my first few episodes. <laughs> I didn't think anybody was gonna be listening at all, but I guess that's the way it is in, with the internet. Um, I had uh, I you know titles you know i titled by perhaps i titled the the podcast episodes or something that was interesting to somebody out there so that they had a listen so uh i'll make sure i include meniere's um 
in uh, in this title and, and hopefully I have people listening my last episodes are very trucking related uh, truck driving related uh, so much so that I thought maybe this would just kind of involve evolve into a trucking trucking podcast now that's not gonna happen anymore because I'm not trucking <laughs> I'm sure trucking will uh, come up I still have a lot to say about it uh, but yeah I'm not trucking anymore so uh, but I am living life so I will be talking about my life so that's uh, I'll hold it there with this segment and uh, I know I'll I'll come back I've got more to say now for another completely unrelated topic at your last UFC fight <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how many people out there uh, that listen to this or are going to be listening to this follow the uh, Ultimate Fighting Championships, but um, I somewhat follow it, and uh, the fight in question at the moment uh, that's had a lot of people talking was Conor McGregor and Khabib, and I'm not going to try to say his last name. <laughs> Let's just call him Khabib, or Habib. I'm really not sure how to pronounce it. But uh, I knew Habib was going to win this. I'm a big fan of Conor McGregor and his fighting style and even his antics, uh, which is what a lot of people... Um, it causes a lot of people to either love him or hate him. Now, I don't love him, <laughs> um, but I am entertained by him. And we know that the sport of UFC is not just about fighting. It is an entertainment thing. It might be about fighting for the people in the ring. It's about fighting and making money. But, as far as people who are watching it, we're here to be entertained. And Conor McGregor is that. He's an entertainer. Now, you can definitely see with uh, Khabib, it's not the same with him. I mean, he's got a little bit of an entertainer with him, but not at that level. Um, Now, on a fight level, he's definitely the whole package. That guy can fight. He was raised to be a warrior. Um, Conor McGregor, he, uh, you know, he, was, he got into fighting maybe a little bit later in life uh, than Khabib. Um, and he rose to prominence based on his mouth and his antics. Uh, you look at his fight with uh, Mayweather, a boxing match. That was just a, a miracle, nothing less than a miracle or unheard of thing for a guy to just, uh, to just come into the ring, the boxing ring, having never had... A professional boxing fight and fight with you know arguably one of the best boxers of all time it was just crazy just to be able to just to see him up there um and now uh, why was he there it was because of his antics it was because of his mouth so when people criticize him because of his antics and the things he says and does well you're missing the the point the reason he was up there was because of that he, he would never have been on mayweather's radar if he wasn't the way he was. But I will say, in my opinion, he doesn't need to do that anymore. Um, this this fight with uh, Khabib, we knew it was going to be the biggest UFC fight of all time, um, regardless of what he said or done this time. Uh, he he, he could have just sailed in there on his just popularity. Um, he didn't really have to be that same McGregor. Now, he is who he is. I guess he can't help but be who he is. But as far as uh, the necessity of promoting the fight in the same way as 
he did in the past, I don't think he needed to do anything of the sort. He could have just uh, shown up and fought, and it was still would have been the biggest UFC fight of all time, just because everybody wanted to see um, who was going to win this fight. Now I've said it, you know, I thought Khabib was going to win. I, I, I'm a fan of McGregor's, and, and I was hoping that he would win, just because I'm more entertained by his fight style, um, as opposed to Khabib's style of fighting, which is mostly grappling. But, you know, it's fighting. You know, you got to do what's effective. And Khabib's style is very effective. You know, that his wrestling and grappling is just beyond the level of anybody else I've seen or that we've seen on in the octagon so far i'm not an expert <laughs> on this but um it was clear it was clear as you know watching watching um khabib in all his fights that uh, he was uh, he's on another level okay so the fight happened and khabib dominated just dominated connor um you know and i had my like I said, I, I was pretty sure Khabib was going to win anyways, just because he had momentum on his side. McGregor hasn't been in the octagon for two years, you know, and momentum is a lot. You can't just show up there and think you're going to beat this guy that has momentum on his side, right? So, McGregor lost. Uh, Khabib won. What was upsetting to me and a lot of people was what happened after the fight. Khabib won, and then he proceeded to jump out of the octagon and fight, um, you know, and attack members of Connor's team. Now, what I'm more disappointed with, you know, that is disappointing enough, but I'm disappointed with the fans out there, the fans and the media who feel that they need to pick a side and say, well, that was, you know, you know, they're either on Khabib's side or they're on McGregor's side. People on Khabib's side says, you know, well, you know, he, uh, Connor and his crew just went too far. Um, you don't insult people's religion or family and country. And trying to justify that action. And, um, you know, two wrongs don't make a right. They'll say, well, McGregor, you know, he, what was that incident with the bus where he threw the dolly at the bus window and it broke? You know, that was wrong, too. And um, Khabib in the press conference says, you know, why, is people, why are people talking about me jumping over, you know, over the cage and into the crowd? What about that incident with the bus? Nobody's talking about that. What do you mean nobody was talking about that? There was a lot of talk about that. And Conor McGregor had to go to the courts. You know, there was a lot said when that happened, when it happened. So, you know, and, and then the people on McGregor's side, uh, you, you know, the, I think on both sides, both sides are trying to justify wrongdoing and bad behavior. And uh, that's what's annoying to me, how that uh, it's, it's the fault of the media that are promoting this sort of thing. And... Um, it's what sells. I think it was wrong of the UFC to, to use the whole bus incident and video clips of the bus in, incident to promote this fight. Uh, so I don't know what's going on with the UFC. Um, it's just, you know, the, the outside of the octagon antics are a bit too much for me. Um, I don't think, uh, I don't, 
condone violence. And here I am saying this, saying that I'm, you know, I'm a fan of the UFC and fighting. Um, I'm a fan of the sport. I don't condone violence outside of the octagon. I don't condone violence, people attacking each other. Um, that's just wrong. I don't, you know, doesn't matter how you look at it. Nothing justifies that. And let me address one thing. Um, you you learn about uh, in, if you listen to previous episodes of this podcast, you know how caught up I was in the past with religion, and um, I was in a very fanatical, dogmatic religious group back in the past, and uh, we used our our faith in God as really a justification to do and say whatever we wanted. Uh, now we were never violent, um, but. Uh, you know, we looked at the past and the Crusades and stuff like that, and we felt we were justified, where the Christians were justified in the Crusades, etc. I don't think anybody is justified in that sort of thing. You know, we bring politics and religion into things and think we can justify violence. And I want to be completely clear that that's just not on. There's nothing right about that. You know, I've been reading a lot and hearing a lot about, uh, you know, people saying, well, you know, Connor, he... Uh, he was, uh, you know, and maybe Connor's uh, crew uh, was saying things about his religion, and um, you can't, ju- you just can't do that. And even Khabib, in the press conference after the fight, he says, you know, you can't insult people's religion. You just can't do that. Now, should you be doing that? No, you should not be doing that. You should not be um, insulting people's religion. All right, I'm, I hope I'm clear enough on that. I'm not saying anybody should be doing that or that should be allowed. But on the other side, you cannot justify violence because somebody insulted your religion. You know, all these comments on saying, well, Connor, you know, he insulted his religion, so, you know, he got what he deserves. No, no, I'm not going to I'm not going to agree with that. You don't uh, you don't want to go down the road of, well, if somebody, you know, just violence isn't justified until somebody says something about religion, then you can you can you know, go ahead and, 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 and bring violence and attack other people uh, physically. That's just not right. Okay, so I cringed when I heard Khabib say that in the press conference, that when he said, well, you know, you, you just can't do that. You can't insult somebody's country or family or religion. No, you shouldn't do that, but that does not justify violence at all. So, you know, that's my thoughts on that. So after that bit of a rant about the UFC and Khabib and McGregor, I'm back. Um, hopefully, I'll, I'll speak about something more on topic of of uh, what I normally talk about, which is health and personal development, etc. Um, so let's talk about podcasting itself. Why am I podcasting? Um, I like speaking. Uh, growing up, uh, I mentioned in previous episodes uh, that I used to speak in churches, and uh, later on, I was uh, I started uh, when I was a web developer. I, I was in uh, various tech-related uh, meetup groups, and I attended conferences, and I spoke at those groups and conferences, and I enjoyed speaking uh, in front of an audience. Um, I enjoy um, speaking to obviously friends and family, and uh, I look back at my life and and what I enjoy most and one of the things I enjoy most is just speaking speaking to people I lose track of time you know when I get to talking about topics that I'm, I'm passionate about 
So there's that, you know, I enjoy doing it. Simple as that. Um, another reason is, I guess, for posterity's sake, um, personal archaeology is one way to put it. I, I, uh, I have a friend that podcasts. He has got a great podcast, um, Dave Olson. Uh, shout out to him. Uh, he has a podcast that I listen to regularly. A couple of podcasts, actually. One of them's called, I believe it's called Uncle Weed. Um, or the Adventures with Uncle Weed, something like that. I don't know the name. But if you look up Dave and Will, uh, Olson or Uncle Weed, you'll find him. Another one is uh, Postcards from Gravel from Gravelly Beach. Uh, and he talks about various topics. Basically anything he wants to talk about. But, you know, a lot about literature and traveling and, and uh, whatever's going on in his life. And he does it in such an interesting way. Um, he's one of the... The inspirations for me just to get out and do it because uh, he also doesn't worry about you know um, background noise or having the best equipment or whatever um, you know and, and and he he's still he's still able to have a very um, entertaining podcast but he talks about uh, something called personal archaeology I don't know if he coined the term or or not but uh, he mentions that a lot um, personal archaeology and uh, just uh, an archiving your life and I think that's great um, he was able to interview his dad and his uh, uh, he talked about his grandfather before uh, they passed away and and uh, I look at my my um, grandparents and I don't know too much about them um, and I look at my dad and I, obviously I know more about him but still my dad lived an amazing life and uh, I'd love to hear more stories about him and, and, and what he, you know, he, he was born, um, with, uh, uh, during or shortly after, uh, World War II, um, in the Philippines. His dad was an American sailor and, uh, he lived, uh, as far as I can see, not a very, you know, he lived in semi-poverty, um, by our modern standards. He, uh, he became a, uh, a lounge singer, um, cover band artist, um, and uh, moved to Japan and played music there. And uh, then he uh, went to the United States because he was an American citizen. He joined the the Navy and he was in the um, the Vietnam War as an aircraft technician. And uh, I mean, he did a lot of things. Um, that's only the, f- the f- first part of his life there, and he had a lot of amazing things. So I wonder, you know, all the things that he got into, every detail I wonder about. And I don't know. And uh, his father, I don't know anything about him. I only met him, you know, a couple of weeks before he died. Um, I don't know anything about him. And I would love to know more about him and 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 uh, where I came from. And and I'm sure there's a lot of stories that can be told um, about the lives of my my grandparents and great grandparents, and you know, on both sides of my family. And I know very little. And uh, now, now today we have the internet, right? Um, modern technology where we can archive the events and times of our lives very easily. And I thought, why not use this? Use this technology for the benefit of my children and my grandchildren and my great-grandchildren. <laughs> they can look back and they can hear their you know, grandfather, great-grandfather, great-great-grandfather ranting and, 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 and speaking about things that he's passionate about and the things that he's going 
going through in life and uh that's an amazing thing man if i had if i could listen to recordings of of my grandfather and my great grandfather speak and and learn more about them and have pictures and videos audio recordings that would be a treasure trove that would be so much more valuable than gold and diamonds and precious stones literally i'm not being over dramatic i mean that's that would some be something I value above measure. So I, I'm gonna. That's one of the main reasons I'm active online, on social media. I post on on Instagram and Facebook, and just like everybody else. Um, but perhaps we do it for different reasons. That's one of my reasons. It's a gift for the my future um, relatives, and also the world. Really, um, we look at the past and in, in history. And we dig. We, uh, you know, there's archaeology, right? We're digging into the ground and, and trying to find clues and information about ancient peoples, ancient civilizations. And that's valuable stuff. Um, now, we're making it a whole lot easier for future people, maybe 200 years from now, if, if this stuff survives, if this earth survives, if the people survive, that uh, they can... They can learn all about us. What was people like in the 21st century, um, in the times we live in now? Um, we're making it a lot easier for them um, because we're we're archiving our lives and uh, putting uh, our lives out there on social media and uh, digital archiving our lives. So this is my little bit, doing my little bit, my little part for my future offspring, I guess, uh, my relatives. And just people in general to know what it's like to live in this t- in this time. So uh, yeah, this is my contribution. This is my podcast, and uh, you've been listening to um, Ryan Dempsey on the Spiral into Control podcast. Thank you very much.